Blog Talk Radio. Welcome you to our show this week, and we trust that your week has started out well. Um, our show this week is uh, going to include some some different things, but first of all, we, we hope you have been enjoying our podcast, and we appreciate any feedback that you want to give us. Please send it to james at jjmediaonline.net, or you can go to our website, jjmediaonline.net, and contact us. Please also, we invite you to visit our sponsors where we always have their website in our show notes. And you can go to blogtalkradio.com slash jjmedia. Or again, you can go to our website, the JJ Media website, click on the podcast tab. So, our show today will include info, and this is episode 10 for the 2017 season. We're talking about Amazon, Lyft, Uber, and more business tech. And then we will go on to our church tech. And we have some kind of a more new new stuff, a very recent stuff that, is, that has come out. And uh, we want to remind you, if you are a church or ministry that needs promotion, JJ Media LLC can help you out. Also, go to our, our highlighted product. That's yourchurchpromotions.com that website yourchurchpromotions.com that is something we have developed we are looking for beta users and this is a product that we produced ourselves and helps it helps for your church to promote online tutorials how to's step by step processes with us being in beta mode we're, we're needing users to test it give feedback and that way we can adjust it to what is needed. So now is the time to get it because right now the beta price is very low. That way when we launch the the full product, it's going to be much much higher. In fact, we're uh, for the industry average it'd be four times uh, the price as what it is now. But we want to remind you, if you want to promote our show or be part of us, uh, send an email to james at jjmediaonline.net. So let's get on with our show today. And um, there's a lot of things that are happening in technology. And um, I do apologize. You can probably tell I have a cold today. So it is, uh, my voice sounds a little bit different. Um, but in the tech world, things are, things are changing. And uh, things are not always as you think they are. 
In fact, uh, Facebook, you know, you realize I talk a lot about Facebook, and there's a reason why I do, is because Facebook is so huge and so it's a must-have. Um, but Facebook secretly releases photo-sharing app in China. Um, Mark Zuckerberg, which he owns, uh, the CEO of Facebook, he's the one that started it, really wants Facebook to have a presence in China. But it doesn't matter what he tries, the social network remains banned there. He's learned to speak Mandarin, gone jogging across Beijing's Tiananmen Square, met with their censorship chief, and has promoted their president's book, and even created a censorship tool for the country, but to no avail. So now it seems Zuckerberg is trying to completely is trying a completely different tactic, secretly entering China by anonymously releasing an app there. And this is, of course, I don't know how much credibility you can put in the New York Times, but it reports the app in question is called Colorful Balloons, and it shares the look, function, and feel of photo sharing app, Facebook Moments. So they are... Um, they are Facebook is finding different ways to get in, and Facebook apparently used a local company to handle uh, the releasing of the app back in May, which meant the social network's involvement remained invi invisible. What remains unclear is how exactly Facebook believes it can profit from doing this. All data from the app needs to be kept on servers in China. The authorities are also clamping down hard on the use of VPNs, or what that is, is virtual private networks, for access to servers outside of China. Even if Facebook wanted to see the data collected, it would be difficult to send it to Facebook in the U.S., and even if they did, it would be met with a lot of suspicion by the Chinese government. So, the thing about this this is uh, leading to other other things. Um, if they can get by with this in China, it will even expound into back doors of ways to find out things uh, here in the U.S., the, the bottom line. So, uh, but that's, Facebook is, is staying on the forefront of tech, and uh, they are deeply involved. So, you can, you can click the link in our, in our show notes and uh, read up on it and uh, find out all you want to about that. Alright, our next uh, article, this kind of intrigues me because I believe in the United States and I believe in our military and um, this article talks of uh, Mattis. General Mattis taps Silicon Valley talent for innovative defense solutions. So basically what's happening is they are using tech for defense. The U.S. Defense Secretary James Mattis visited Google campus in Mountain View, California. And during the trip, um, he was trying to promote the Pentagon's commitment to high-tech defense innovations. Mattis was, he was touring the West Coast, touting the Pentagon's, uh, Pentagon's Defense Innovation Ex Experimental Unit, a government group that works as a bridge between the commercial companies and the U.S. military in order to so solve the country's most challenging national defense problems. Some areas of the defense sector, um, 
They have sought investments in and continues to look for innovations in artificial intelligence, autonomous systems, information technology, space advance, and space advancements. In the second quarter of 2017, the Defense Innovation Exper Experimental Unit, which the short is DIUX, awarded 25 contracts. And since June 2016, the unit has awarded $100 million in contracts for 45 different pilot projects. So, it was created, the DIUX was created by former Defense Secretary Ash Carter in 2015. Mattis' most recent trip indicates that Trump's administration's defense team is intent on pushing the innovations forward. Mattis' uh, Google visit it followed a stop at Amazon's uh, Seattle headquarters and Amazon's CEO, um, Jeff Bezos. And uh, it talks, the article talks about he tweeted the picture with, uh, with Mattis. So uh, they, are, they are definitely connected to the, te uh, the tech industry. And, um, and the thing about it is, President Trump has not shied away from the technical technological advancements uh, throughout his uh, his presidency. So, um, you know, technology. Why not use technology for for what you can use it for? And um, I know that I don't want to get into a political uh, a political. Uh, show here. I, I've been tempted to really do that on one of these shows. You can probably tell what way I lean and uh, that doesn't matter. Um, but but technology is around us all around us. And um, so there's nothing you can do about it and you might as well join in and, and use it and um, for for the benefit that you can get out of it. <clears throat> Okay, the, the next article I am not reading, I'm actually asking you to, uh, to go to it, and um, it is a video, but what is interesting is Amazon is, uh, is taking on Ticketmaster. Amazon is taking on Ticketmaster. So, um, if you've kept up with the news of in tech and what Amazon has done. Amazon has recently bought out Whole Foods. Whole Foods is is a major, major grocer. And so uh, Amazon's getting into the grocery business, but, but what they're doing, it's uh, eventually going to be, I mean, you can, you've been able to do this, order groceries, have it delivered to your home. But they, uh, Amazon has the the uh, infrastructure for the delivery business and the shipping and delivery business and now um, they've they are kind of tapping into the grocery so now that's going to be combining the grocery and the uh, the grocery and the shipping to home business <clears throat> so now they are getting ready to take on Ticketmaster. So, so what they are getting so huge, it's kind of, everyone thinks, probably will think it's going to be like a monopoly. Well, no, it's not. As of yet, um, um, you can start up a company and do what Amazon did. It just takes time. They've been around. 
and it took took them a long time to get to where they are. Um, that's that's the free economy. Um, but go ahead and click watch the video and uh, check it out. All right, um, our last business tech uh, info um, article is about consumers may be buying fewer cars thanks to Uber and Lyft, the study says. A new study finds that consumers in areas where ride-sharing companies like Uber and Lyft dominate could be driving them to buy fewer cars and take fewer trips. The study which conducted was conducted by the University of Michigan and uh, also Texas A&M, Columbia University, um, where on-demand services like Uber and Lyft were pulled last May due to local ordinances um, issues. Researchers found that 41% of the 1,200 people surveyed said they turned to their own vehicle to fill the void left by ride-sharing apps. 3% switched to public transit, 42% uh, switched to another smaller transportation networking company, but only 9% of them only bought a car to fill the void. The findings are among the first to quantify how the uptick in transportation app companies might be affecting consumer behavior. Our findings show, the article says, that these ride-sourcing companies do change behaviors. Uh, while this study didn't generalize, the, um, and this study is is uh, kind of around the city of Austin, Texas, uh, but the it's, it isn't generalized to the entire city of Austin or to other cities. It provides crucial insights that are relevant to policymakers. Additionally, the study found that people who transitioned to personal vehicle were 23 times more likely to re report making more trips than those who switched to different ride sourcing company. But overall, trips decreased after Uber and Lyft services were suspended. The average monthly frequency of reference trips decreased from 5.65 to 2.01, a 68% drop. Don't know if you're interested, but I thought that was kind of kind of interesting due to uh, Lyft and Uber really building up their their business and their apps, and it's here. Um, so uh, before we go to break, I want to remind you again: <clears throat> if you are a church or ministry, that is looking to promote your church in a new way, um, go to our product that we're creating. We're wanting beta users. It's yourchurchpromotions.com. Yourchurchpromotions.com. And, uh, of course, it, it costs just a small fee. You can join the website, and we're wanting beta users to try out our system of showing how to promote your church. And this is using video and using... Uh, um, video techniques and pre-recorded videos and uh, if you can if you have a quality camera and can record a video uh, and would like to help us out we would like to hear from you send an email to james at jjmediaonline.net but remember yourchurchpromotions.com we're going to go ahead and take a break we'll be back after we hear from our sponsors and we will be in and get into our church tech Hanold Homes is one of the nation's leading dealers for Lincoln Log Homes located in Kannapolis, North Carolina. If you're interested in a quality log home, give Hanold Homes a call at 772-214-0538 or go to their website shown in the show notes. You may sign up with your email to get their free catalog download. Call them today or submit your email. 
Skin care is so important here in South Florida. Many are needing quality products that come from an experienced skin care specialist. This is where Linda Lavelle can help you out. Go to www.lindalavelle.com or call her at 772-286-8540. You will get the best quality skin care that really works. Linda has over 40 years experience. Call Linda at 772-286-8540 for your quality skin care. If you live in Hove Sound or the Stewart, Florida area, and you are in need of lawn services, call Peter's Lawn Services. Call Brian at 740-710-2031 or email Brian at Brian at PetersLawnServices.com. So for quality lawn service in the Hope Sound and Stewart, Florida area call 740-710-2031. So, you live in South Florida and are in need of a quality photographer. Call Clayton or Joshua at SoFlow Photo. SoFlow Photo specializes in professional photography and videography. SoFlow has traveled worldwide doing video and photography. So for your South Florida professional photography contact Joshua by email, joshua at soflafoto.net or phone, 304-657-8059 or Clayton by email, clayton at soflafoto.net or phone, 772-485-1894. And we are back, and we thank you again for visiting our sponsors and any of you that need their services, please contact them. Uh, their websites and their phone numbers are in the show notes. Um, and we, I, I know I keep saying this, but we want to remind you that if you are interested in your church, this is the church segment, which I know I, I, I uh, referred to it in the business segment, but this is the church segment. If you want your church to be um, pro, uh, be online and be um, kind of be proactive, um, go to yourchurchpromotions.com. That's www.yourchurchpromotions.com. That is the product that we have created. It's in beta mode. Beta mode. And beta mode means we're, we're uh, trying to get people to just test it out give us feedback and what we have um, done is we've created this and we will rework it and where we have a, a Facebook page that you like and then we do a lot of communicating inside that Facebook page as a group uh, I want to build a community of, of faith like believers of how to promote your church we'll not only have the Facebook group but we will set up Live webinars, not pre-recorded, but live webinars of, uh, and I'll try to get different people that know different aspects of tech, uh, videographers, uh, photographers, um, ones that specialize in social media, get them on there with me, um, and I, my goal is to create a, uh, um, a really good community. And not only it doesn't matter what church background you're from, I'm uh, I'm trying to connect. In fact, I'll just go ahead and name uh, the denominations. I, I'm I'm targeting the the Nazarene denomination, Wesleyan, uh, Pilgrim Nazarene, the Bible Methodist, um, 
Pilgrim Holiness. Um, and, uh, in fact, my, my mind just went blank. God's Missionary. Um, and any evangelical, any evangelical pastor that hears this podcast, and um, please contact me, james at jjmediaonline.net, or go to our website, jjmediaonline.net, contact or go ahead and sign up for your uh, churchpromotions.com, and and that will uh, get us in contact with each other too. Because I'm going to be wanting to uh, bring on another admin for the Facebook group, maybe a couple more admin, and uh, to try to keep keep things going. So I know I'm taking long on that, but I, I apologize. But it, it's I'm wanting to move this forward. So, in our church tech um, on this podcast, the first article we're uh, we're looking at is Church Sound Survival Kit. You ever been in a church that doesn't understand sound? Um, I mean, you have to have good sound to have a worship service. And uh, the article speaks that running sound for church can be a dynamic and fast-paced endeavor. And because it's a live production, anything and can and does happen normally when you least expect it. That's why it's important to be vigilant and think ahead. They give the church sound survival kit. Number one, gaffer's tape. Always keep a roll or two handy. It's great for taping down cables on stage, holding gear together, and many other creative uses. Um, The good stuff won't leave sticky residue on your cable or floor so always have a roll of uh, uh, tape uh, two board tape this is use, uh, using this special white or even glow-in-the-dark tape is great for making gear and making notes on your channel strip it's better than masking tape because it will come off when you want it to and doesn't leave a yellow film behind another thing for the sound survival kit sharpie this is handy for making marks on that fancy board tape a pack of fine point and ultra fine point markers will work great for most labeling needs um, also batteries keep an assortment of spare batteries for common sound system devices like wireless mics buy in bulk when possible Adapters. It's a good thing to have a variety of audio adapters. Common audio types uh, might include, and this is if you are a sound guy, you understand these these terms: the XLR, the quarter inch transformer, the Speak On quarter inch, um, the speaker adapter, the XLR male to male or and female to female uh, gender adapters, XLR TRS barrel adapter, 3.5 mm. RC stereo cable and the list goes on and on several just a variety of adapters you never know what you need when you need it ground lift transformers these are really an adapter but specifically for eliminating buzz and hum in your sound system <laughs> boy do that brings back memories um, these things work using a one-to-one ratio isolation transformer can remove unwanted noise on a microphone cable and using the right power insulation adapter is much safer than using the basic cheaper plug. That is very key. Especially one of the things with a sound, the further and the longer the cable, the more chance of sound. And, uh, of course, then the, with wireless, the longer the distance, the more chance of uh, interference, too. Um, headphones. 
A good set of headphones is important for live sound tech. Closed back headphones help isolate outside noise and provide a focused listening for dialing in specific audio settings. Flashlight. Live production environments can be dark, so a good flashlight can be very useful. Cable repair tools. A soldering iron, wire strippers, and a cable tester can be invaluable when it comes to fixing damaged cables or other equipment. And then backup microphones. Oh my goodness, yes. Backup microphones. Very key. Even a robust microphone can go bad from time to time. So, consider stocking a few multi-purpose microphones that can be used. Alright. <clears throat> Our next... Uh, Article is 10 Reasons Why People Use Social Media. All right, and I'm going to go through these uh, uh, very, very quickly. Um, to engage with others, to, or to stay in touch with what my friends are doing, to stay up to date with news and current events, to fill up spare time. You have spare time? Because a lot of my friends are on them. Number five general networking with other people. Six, to find funny and entertaining content. Seven, to share photos or videos. Eight, to share my opinion. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Nine, to meet new people. And ten, to research and find products to buy. Go ahead and click on this article. It actually gives the percentages of, uh, of why and how how uh, people, you know, what they think and the percentages of why they're hooking with social media. But the reason why I brought this article up is that way you can see how relevant social media is important and your church should be involved with social media. That way you can connect with your community around you. All right. This last article, I think this this really applies to the, the typical church. Um, eight elements of a healthy small church, and you can classify small in different a lot of different classifications. I'm not going to go into that, but what does a healthy small church look like? It looks like a healthy big church in all the ways that matter anyway. No, the article says a healthy small church is not just a miniature miniaturized version of a healthy big church. Pastors would try to do that. Who try to do that are usually concentrating on the externals, and it never works out when they do that. But underneath, every healthy church looks the same, no matter what size it is, what style of worship, or what denomination. The principles work. If it works on small scale, do it big, big scale. Just, just to kind of bring that thought, um, you know, when you when you grow a business. When you find something in online marketing, they, they talk of scaling it out. Um, you get something to work on a small scale, then keep repeating the process. So you make, um, you succeed with one little thing, scale it out. Instead of doing it once, doing it ten times. Um, and that's kind of the same difference with church. If a small, just a small scalable, you find something that works, scale it out. All right, you can choose any any model but choose one one of the foundational principles of having a healthy small church is to establish what model you want to use 
and uh, what you want to become and become what God has called you to be. Um, so here are different common models of um, the church, the, the small church environment, empowering leadership. These are these these are the elements of the healthy churches, um, is what I'm trying to say. Empowering leadership, two gift oriented ministry. That those ministries that are succeeding, the the leaders are the gift. It's their passion, passionate spirituality, functional structures, an inspiring worship service, holistic small groups. Need-oriented evangelism and loving relationships. So, the most of these, any healthy church has these. And then Rick, uh, Rick Warren talks about the purpose-driven church, and I'll, I'll end with this. There are five elements that compose a purpose-driven church. Worship. Discipleship, fellowship, ministry, and evangelism. How is your church doing? I trust that you feel like your church is succeeding, and if not, and hopefully your pastor, if you're a pastor listening to this, maybe you can incorporate, incorporate your people to, to uh, kind of pull together structure for a healthy church. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I want to remind you again, hit the show notes, click the links to our sponsors, check out our, our promotional product, yourchurchpromotions.com. Go to it, check it out, and uh, sign up, and we would like to hear feedback from you. Any feedback, james at jjmediaonline.net. Thanks again for listening. We look forward to being with you on our next episode.